0: This is an RPR news link. This Friday marks the beginning of when public masses may resume in the Diocese of Rapid City and Sioux Falls. In the Rapid City Diocese, pastors will determine whether or not they will allow limited public masses. If masses do resume, pastors will determine how to reach their parishioners and invite them to sign up to attend a limited public mass. The Diocese of Sioux Falls, social distancing measures are being put in place, and pastors are being encouraged to consider adding additional mass times if needed. Parishioners are encouraged to wear a mask when attending Mass and are encouraged to receive communion on the hand. Statements from Father Michael Malloy of Rapid City and Bishop DeGroote of Sioux Falls can be found on each diocesan website. And beginning tomorrow, RPR will celebrate its Spring Feed My Sheep Drive, Tuesday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Central. You'll hear wonderful stories of how RPR has impacted the lives of so many people across the listening area. And we'll also have special promotions each day that you don't want to miss. Please help support this mission by calling 877-795-0122. This has been an RPR Newslink.
1: As we continue to face new challenges each day, we at Real Presence Radio want you to know we're here for you. We're excited to announce that Monday through Friday from 9 to 9.30 a.m. Central during Real Presence Live, we'll bring you a daily mass celebrated by one of our local clergy members. Listen to it on air or watch it on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. We know the Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith, which is why we want to bring Jesus to you spiritually, Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. during Real Presence Live. Be sure to tune in.
2: Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute.
4: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Thanks for spending two
1: hours with us on Real Presence Live. We're grateful to have you with us. Did you know that... While the coronavirus precautions continue, we're broadcasting the daily mass celebrated by one of our local priests, such as my co-host Father Tim Beeren here, live on the radio and via Facebook Live and YouTube. Monday through Friday, you can tune in at 9 a.m. Central to listen and watch live. The video will also be available to watch at any time after that. My name is Matt Wilcom, Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. As I mentioned, my co-host is Father Tim Buren, who is pastor of St. Charles Borromeo Church in St. Charles, Minnesota, also Holy Redeemer in Iota, and I always forget the, the third one. St.
4: Aloysius me. Alba.
1: That's right. And... uh we're going to be talking with
4: someone who you know quite well and who has done some beautiful uh, artwork for your parish, Father Baron. Yes, and that's one of the reasons she is on with us this morning, is because the last time we had uh, been on the air, uh, we were in the midst of the uh, sanctuary where we were commenting on these beautiful banners that were created by Lisa Beer. So, good morning, Lisa. Welcome to the show this morning. Good morning. Great Thanks to have you with that. us. <laughs> oh, God bless you. You are such a talented artist, and and we uh, are so grateful that you're able to be with us from Mankato uh, this morning. Mankato, Minnesota, so welcome. Can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself?
3: Yeah, I'm a, um, a working visual artist uh, in Mankato area. I've been painting full-time since 2000. I do commissions, murals, liturgical and Christian-themed art, um, and I also create for a small business um or social media.
4: So. Do you mind telling us a little bit about, uh, like, where you come from, where you, oh. you know?
3: Well, I grew up in Sioux Falls, and I grew up across the street from the cathedral, and pretty much that was like a playground for us. So I, <laughs> I've been, you know, surrounded by liturgical art most of my life, and and love it. And
1: that's that's wonderful. I I I just think of, of that cathedral in you said Sioux Falls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Saint Joseph, I believe.
3: Right, St. Joe's Cathedral. Yeah.
1: Beautiful facade. And uh, this leads into my next question. We, we could probably start by simply defining what beauty is and how you can recognize or find it, as you did okay. as, a, as a child.
3: <laughs> yeah, and, and actually that's perfect because as a child, um, people usually point beauty out to you, like, look at that bird, look at the sunset, uh, look at that mountain, isn't it beautiful? Or look at that smile on on her face, isn't it beautiful? And I think we can learn it. And if we forget how to do it when we're adults, we can relearn it. Um, and sometimes things crowd out art, you know. Like we're so business-like and techie, so you just have to you have to hunt for it.
4: So then, how does beauty draw us closer to God? Then through through whether or not these people are pointing it out, or we ourselves are discovering it ourselves. How can this draw us closer to God?
3: Okay. Well, first of all, I think we're made for beauty because God is beauty and uh, He draws us to beauty every day. So it's really not hard if you just um, turn your head and look the right direction. And I think sometimes you read Scripture, and you create a picture in your mind, um, and that's really hard sometimes. So what you need to do is go out and find an image of something that reminds you of the Scripture. Go the other way, and then God will draw us in.
4: It, it it's a beautiful understanding that you bring everything uh, to prayer. Uh, if I understand correctly, before you actually even begin a piece of art, in particular, if it's something commissioned yeah. for a church. Now, oh yeah, you've done so many, so many commissioned um, pieces of art uh, in yeah. your time since 2000. I don't even know if you're going to recall um, the 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 one that really caught our attention is the one that you made for us, the the white banners with the angel wings. If you recall that oh, one, okay. Do, do you remember uh, how you prayed that one?
3: Yeah, that one really worried me because um because it was for Easter and, and Christmas and so it's like, Oh, what's the you know, connecting thing here? And so, um I prayed about it and looked up all the scriptures and the Mass, you know, parts, the Eucharistic prayers for Easter and Christmas and I came up with the the connecting thing is the praise. Uh all of it was praise and and there was angels in both in both instances. So, um, as I read the scriptures and just thought about it and went about my daily life, I kept seeing angel wings. And so that, it just seemed like it was a stretch for me, and I was worried about a stretch for you guys. But it seemed to be the right thing. And uh, um, I thought of, like, revelations when the, or in, you know, before we, you know, when you, when you say the holy, holy, it's, you know, the angels are there praising before the face of God, praising Him all the time. So that's it's how a, it, i came to that
4: it truly is a beautiful illustration and a beautiful prayer and it really truly came to life and and the, and the comments from people you know uh people are just just overwhelmed this was painted for us this was painted for our church that's amazing oh. you know and it just brings so much joy to people and and every time that somebody looks at it or they're they're praying through that moment they can see something different and and what's beautiful um Lisa, that we actually never talk specifically because I never want to, you know, squelch uh, an artist or or I want them to utilize their experience. And one of the things that uh, is so beautiful about this is that that's a common thread that I preach about, that every time we celebrate the sacrifice of the Mass, this is where heaven meets earth. And oh I talk gosh. to them and I and I remind them <laughs> that, yes, exactly what you just shared now, that during the wow. scene of the Holy, Holy, Holy or the Sanctus, however we reference that, that that is when the angels are joining us and, and that's when um, a mom and dad has joined us at Mass, um, a loved oh, wow. one that is in heaven, and so yeah, so that's so beautiful. I love how the the Holy Spirit works.
3: <laughs> yeah, so cool. We don't even know what's happening.
4: So. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. We're we're blessed to have Lisa Beer here uh, with us on Real Presence Live. I'm Father Tim Biran, and along with Matt Wilcom, uh the. Communications Director for the Diocese of Winona, Rochester. We're currently on location in the Pastoral Center here in beautiful southeast Minnesota. There is another beautiful part of our diocese, and that is in Mankato, uh, Minnesota, where Lisa Beer, who is with us, uh, resides and is involved in her ministry. Uh, can you share with us a, a most recent um, medium or uh, or image or painting that you have done where uh, or something that you're in the midst of creating? I'd love to hear more about what you're doing.
3: Yeah, right before we got um, quarantined uh, St. John, um, St. John the Baptist in Mankato, uh, asked me to do a mural in this kind of dead part of the the church. It was a it was an important entry; It goes right to the Adoration Chapel. But it was kind of I don't know, just boring and not very welcoming. So our our thing lately is just to be more welcoming. And so I started thinking about welcoming scriptures, and I, I came across that second mustard tree. Um, scripture about You plant a, a gardener, plants a mustard tree And then all the birds come and live in it Because it's so big And there's room for everybody and they come from all over And, and so that seemed welcoming to me And then we had a quote from the Pope And so I, I just made a big giant image Of, of uh, a mustard tree With a bunch of birds in it And so that was fun and nobody's seen it yet <laughs> because, because we're all quarantined But oh. that'll be fun for when We all get back together
4: well, even what's beautiful about that image, Lisa, is the mustard seed. So when we remember yeah. that, even our faith the size of a mustard seed can do great things. I think, wow, it's amazing, again, that God was really preparing you for this time, you know, of quarantine, a pandemic, and, and yeah. allowing, you know, so when the people come back and are able to experience that, it'll even have a, a, a different meaning, but yet a, a beautiful, I don't want to say more beautiful, but yet it'll resonate probably in their hearts.
3: Yeah, and it, it's just, and and also... We don't even know what the Church is going to look like. Maybe more and more people will be coming, and so we have to have a place for people we're not expecting. So,
4: Absolutely. You know... Um Matt, I, I'm familiar with this location that Lisa is talking about. It's right off an alley, the church, uh, St. John the Baptist Catholic Church in um, Mankato. Uh, beautiful neighborhood, but it's also um, a transient neighborhood. There's some difficulty there potentially with some crime in the past, and and so they have to have a secure location. And so when you're entering the Blessed Sacrament Chapel off the, the alleyway, it's not the most, uh, as she was explaining, not the most uh, delightful, welcoming place. But it's amazing, Lisa, that you can uh, truly do a lot with art what are some other ways that maybe our listeners aren't aware of on how art can enhance uh whether it's an entry whether it's a church whether it's their home um you know how how can that art really um assist those that see it pray with Mm -hmm. it Uh, can you give us some insight for that
3: yeah i see two things there's a quote by um uh um the world will be saved by beauty so keep that in mind. And then Robert Barron, Bishop Robert Barron says, lead with beauty. And um, um, also G.K. Chesterton says, I'm, I'm a quote hound, sorry, um, there's a road from the eye to the heart that does not go through the intellect. And so I think you get about three seconds to catch people's eye. You need to speak to their heart. And then from there, you can go to the next entry level by you know welcoming them and and uh, loving them, and, and and inviting them. So, I think your eye makes decisions for you when you don't even know it. So, your entrances better look good. Your public publications <laughs> should look good. Uh, I don't know. It's it's important.
1: I think you're absolutely right, Lisa. I was just going to mention Father uh, Bishop Robert Barron's comments recently about how you should lead with beauty, especially for millennials, who I uh, think yes. so often have the have kind of, you know the temptation to uh, think that well, I don't I don't need God, yeah, and there's this right. kind of intellectual oppression that Mm -hmm. our age has uh, seemed to succumb to. However, beauty cannot be suppressed. Our desire for it, and God is beauty, as you mentioned, which can then lead to other doors being opened, considering consideration of the good and the true. But beauty is a great way to open the door with people if you're trying to evangelize. And you're doing a phenomenal job. I just found your website as well, lisabpainting.com. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not, yeah,
3: it's not uh, updated because I don't know how to do it. so I have to have my kids do it.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, it's a great way for people who, uh, even if you're quarantined, you can't get out, out of the house, mm-hmm. get on to lisabpainting.com and take a look at some of these beautiful banners and other things. You've got art for sacred spaces, but also other types of art on here. Can you tell us a little Wait. bit about that?
3: Um, I started out in 2000 as painting murals in people's homes and in businesses, so I've done all kinds of things. I've done, you know, bars and restaurants and hotels and swimming areas and baby rooms, and um, and I do all kinds of commissioned art, too, so people's homes, and I and I've exhibited and I've sold, and so that kind of, you know, it's kind of a long, long road, but... You know, and I do everything except for people's homes anymore. I don't do that, but I, you know, I still do the odd bar and grill, you know.
0: <laughs>
4: do we hear an instrument in the background?
3: Yeah, Tom's got classes downstairs. So
4: so, so, so Tom is your husband. He is a band yeah. director, right? Is yes, that correct? At,
3: yeah, at Newell Cathedral. <laughs> yeah. So oh, how got, wonderful oh my is gosh. that? It's
4: really Beautiful cool. music. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I know Lisa personally. I know Tom personally. Uh, a phenomenal family, very gifted in many different areas. And Lisa, truly, to be able to share uh, art uh, in this regard did did the did the Lord speak to you? Did the Holy Spirit really uh, awaken this uh, in two thousand? How did you discover it?
3: No, it's I've been doing it forever. The first thing I did was an installation at cathedral. Like so funny in like nineteen eighty five, they let somebody climbed up above it and hung this Holy Spirit thing that twirled around above the where the pulpit was (laughs) really funny so i've been doing that for yeah and i used to work for a lutheran corporation that i did uh graphic arts for them
4: well we're going to make your information available on our um, website on our uh, facebook app but we do have to go lisa we're so grateful that you've been with us this morning thank you for sharing and reflecting with us the beautiful gift that the lord has given you
3: thank you and thanks for asking me
4: Absolutely. Have a good day, you guys. You too. LisaBPainting.com is the website. Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. Before we head into our next segment, I want to invite you to visit our website, RealPresenceRadio.com, for even more great content. Then you can listen to our programming from your local area. Find a podcast if you missed one of the daily shows. Submit a prayer intention for prayerfully yours. And see the latest cancellations and announcements that are coming with coronavirus precautions. Be sure to check it out. RealPresenceRadio.com. Our next guest, and we're going to be talking about the joy of being
1: a children's book author. This is a topic that we talked about last time with uh, Vivian Dudrow from Ignatius Press, uh, but we have someone else who is going to be you know, giving us their take about what it's like to be a children's book author, especially during this time and of, of, you know, we're stuck at home. What are we going to do? Pick up a book. Mm-hmm. Read a book to your kid. You've been doing that too, haven't you? I have. And we've been getting our older kids into the mix as well. Because we've, ha- we've gotten, uh, you know, different ways to, uh, suggested ways from the school to, uh, for, for our older kids to fulfill certain requirements. And some of that is helping the youngsters, the really youngsters, by reading a book to them. And so we're going to be talking with Terry Michaels shortly, uh, but... uh Just uh, wanted to remind you that you can find all of these interviews online on our website at realpresenceradio.com. realpresenceradio.com. Don't forget also, starting tomorrow is the live drive. And so if you value Catholic Radio, please consider a donation. Especially in these times, uh, RPR is needed now, now more than ever. We'll be back with more Real Presence Live after this.